0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. b bitches leave. leave. Enough! It's time stand. bitches leave. Enough! Take a stand together.
1: Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. What's happening, Hoops? Rye, I'm glad you asked. There's no time to waste this week. Too much news, Big one week. might even say. Big M- week. Want to get right into the Oscar news? Do you want to talk about some birthdays, death Let me Let us? me
2: crank my birthdays out quick, and then we can really talk about...
1: How important the Oscars have become Hollywood's biggest night And we'll be there On the carpet
2: Chris Rock is 57 <laughs> Joe Pesci is 79 hey, yo. Michael hey. B. Jordan is 35 Not gonna try that one Emma, Ro- No, why not? <laughs> Emma Roberts is 30 Hi And Tom Hiddleston is
1: 41 Oh shit What a gang Big birthday week we we'll see them all at the big uh, birthday party that we throw for all of our different
2: celebrities. We do it every Saturday. We have just all the celebrities on the list and we do and then we do a funeral every Sunday
1: for the deaths. Yeah, it's usually at like a bolodrome. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Speaking of bolodromes, we had a really, really
2: heartbreaking death, uh Pio Mai the horse from the Sopranos. How
1: fucking dare you fucking bring up that beautiful away. fucking horse to me. Eat beef and cheese by the fucking carload. Yeah. Um, it actually bummed me out saying that. Like. Weird, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, a horse? Is Downish the Anth- horse? Anthony A.J.
2: Johnson, a Friday cast member, died from ethanol, which I believe is like paint huffing. A word? Or like ether. or uh, it's, it's not good. I think it might be embalming fluid. Monty, fact check, what is ethanol?
1: Yeah, it sounds like the real deal. I want to get my mitts on some of that stuff my mitts get all uh get all cranked up destiny lachey from my 600
2: pound life ate herself to death she was a great big fat person
1: any relation to nick lachey friend of the show i wish (laughs) i wish he ate himself to death too that would have been much funnier yeah that'd be a fun arc for him
2: so that's all my deaths all my birthdays
1: let's can we talk oscars kid is there oscars music we gotta hollywood's biggest night i'm saying it again (laughs) Yeah, the another weird year for the Oscars. The although I think it's like a little better than last year, maybe. I saw some interesting. Uh, Is it choices? We'll find out. Um, do we want to do screenplay nominees? Do we care about that enough? Um, right, just do it right, right, rapid fire. Best original screenplay. We got Belfast. Kenneth Branagh, Don't Look Up, Adam McKay, King Richard by Zach Balin, Licorice Pizza by P.T. Anderson, and The Worst Person in the World by Joaquin Trier. Oh, I thought you
2: were talking about me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie, a French movie, that I feel like no one on earth has seen besides me yet. And Where'd you see it? I um, it fell off a truck. Oh, I- <laughs> oh ho, 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 ho. I happened upon one of those Oscars screening uh like a little torrent action. Still, Sam you, Sam did, cut that. We yeah. don't want to go to jail. But yeah, the it's a great movie and it comes to on demand in like a week or two. And we'll probably cover it in a more proper fashion when that does happen. But it's cool to see that get a nominee nomination, rather. Mm. I think Licorice Pizza will probably take this. <clears throat> I got like the most nominees. Nominations. I keep saying the wrong word. But uh let's talk about actors. Actor and a leading role nominees. Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos? Uh I guess that was award worthy. He did sing Cuban Pete, which I thought was a song that the mask wrote. But Um Learn something new every day.
2: I liked being the Ricardos, but on the Rewatchables, they talked about how like just fucked the last couple of years movies wise it's been like being the ricardos and a movie about tennis Mm. are are what's gonna win yeah i let's be real like i would like will smith to win best actor because he deserves it and Uh because i like him did he win for ali or he got snubbed he got nominated he didn't win that's what i thought so it's his time he'll get that career oscar he deserves it yeah but it's like i didn't really like that movie. It was fine. It like, wasn't ima- bad.
1: Imagine rewatching King Richard or being the Ricardos. I would. I, just I be can't. Like, yeah, you know, like, it's an impossible thought <sighs> or task. And the other nominees, you got Benedict Cumberbatch for the Power of the Slog, which got like a ton of nominations, the including one for a friend of the show, Kirsten Dunst. Her oh. and her husband Jesse Plemons—they're both in that movie. They got—they both got nominated. Fat Damon. It's kind of like cute, little couple nomination. But yeah, Fat Damon, Meth Damon, also a friend of the show. And Andrew Garfield got nominated for Best Actor for Tick, Tick, Boom, a movie we couldn't finish.
2: We couldn't even watch 10 minutes of that. No. I got so
1: embarrassed. Yeah, didn't work out.
2: Nothing for Red Rocket. Red Rocket. God forbid.
1: Yeah, that... God forbid they go out on a limb. Simon Rex got a bit of a snub, and he had such a cool response on Twitter because people were being like, "Oh, how could they not uh, give him a nomination?" He was just like, "I was in a good movie for the first time in like ten years. Everything else is just gravy. You can't control right. uh, these other things." I was just like, "Fuck, that's cool. That's the way to handle that." Well, people are the Oscars
2: used to be sort of the like the litmus litmus <laughs> lip. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, lip from Shameless. Litmus test. He's in for what was a good movie and what you needed to watch. And now no one really gives a fuck. Yeah. I shut them off last year for the first time in like a decade.
1: Yeah, it's not a great broadcast. No. <laughs> are they doing it
2: weird now? Like, not even in the Dolby Theater? Like,
1: no, I think it's like all bets are off. I think I saw an article like, the attendees don't even need to be vaccinated to go oh my goodness I think COVID's just over have we
2: finally realized that being vaccinated does nothing to control the spread of COVID and the fact that
1: more often I'm not doing this what am I doing (laughs) what am I doing that's a good bit what am I doing that's one I can get behind (laughs) like
2: I'm starting to go down the rabbit hole
1: but just to finish, the actor and the leading role nominees, you got Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth.
2: COVID-19 <laughs> is a hoax, oh, no. and uh, everything that anybody says about it is untrue.
1: Okay, okay. I
2: will be in the front row at the Oscars handing out pamphlets, oh. letting everybody know what it's like to live off of vitamin D and elk meat.
1: Hank, like, grabbing the mic from Andrew Garfield, being like, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but, uh... Fucking Simon Rex had one of the greatest performances of all time. He really did. He really did. I don't know about all that, but it was pretty good. It was but the yeah, best of the year. I do. That's think an easy one. They'll give this to Will Smith out of those nominees. Or maybe Cumberbatch? Maybe slide I'm going to say Will.
2: It's Will Smith's time. Cumberbatch already won for uh, the way he pronounces Penguin.
1: <laughs> an actress in a leading role nominees, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. If she doesn't wear a low-cut dress, I'm going to shatter
2: my TV with a hammer.
1: Oh. she goes
2: up there with like a fucking turtleneck on, I'm just going to break a
1: hole in the TV. No, she usually... Get those big tits out, huh? She knows what to do. Do you follow her on Instagram? She's usually no. showing, showcasing her assets in a pretty powerful say, fashion.
2: What is her name? Like Jessica Triple D? Xxx69
1: at Instagram.com. Getting nominated for Oscars, but also having an OnlyFans. That'd be cool. And other nominees, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, another movie I feel like no one on earth has seen but me. Good movie. That was Mm. the one Maggie Gyllenhaal directed. Mm. It's on Netflix. She'll probably win, or no, she won for The Favourite a few years ago, so she probably won't win again. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, a film by Alma Dovar. Hmm. I haven't seen this yet. I don't think it's out even like on demand or anything yet. Mm. It seems workish. Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. The unforgettable <sighs> performance.
2: I have a theory about this. I think being the Ricardos is going to get snubbed. Yeah, Nothing I mean, across
1: the board. Kind of like 12 Angry Men or whatever he did last year snubs are funny because when even just saying like being the Ricardo's getting snubbed it's just like well it shouldn't even be in the conversation it's like this is insane all those nominations just whoosh yeah, out the window it's like I guess it's a snub on paper but and Kristen Stewart for Spencer she finally got an Academy Award nomination it's a big deal mm. I, that's another one like she was good I don't know if it was like award-worthy I never like really fully bought her as Princess Di, but she was she was I. Right.
2: I I wanted to like that movie so bad because I do like her and I think that she like Robert Pattinson get put in this Twilight box and people just sort of say that oh she's in choosing uh, and it's like you know, well no she's actually pretty good mm. and but I watched that movie and it was so fucking boring.
1: It was a bit of a slug, frankly. And the Britishness didn't help in no. that regard. <laughs> if a movie's boring and British, it's like, it can be a toxic mix. I like that we've seen most of these movies, though. We have, yeah. Only Parallel Mothers. That's the only one, I think. I haven't even heard of that. That, yeah, that's coming out soon. And then, we'll like, cover. We
2: Are the Millers or whatever that, other, that Asian movie is.
1: Oh, yeah, Drive My Car. Yeah. Which is up for everything, including Best Director. Did you watch that, too? I haven't, but um, no. I'm chomping at the bit for it. Once it shows up on uh, mm. anything, I'm totally in. But the director of that got nominated for Best Director, along with Kenneth Branagh for Belfast and Furious, P.T. Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Slog, and Stevie Spielberg for West Side Story which I haven't seen that one yet either. My
2: mom asked me to go and I was like, I don't think I can do it. That'd be a charming movie to see. Go I got see her to go see mom. Come On Come On instead. Mm, that's better. What did that get nominated for? Like Nothing. best black and white dud <laughs> that no one'll ever talk about again? It did. <laughs> and I think it I just might it.
1: take the, the award home.
2: <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's a never again. Like I've no like the, that annoying kid, and like,
1: come on, come on, you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No desire.
2: I still have to see that Maggie Gyllenhaal movie. While we're on the subject,
1: yeah, it's on Netflix. I know, Lost Daughter. It's worth a watch. I got something. This could be P. T. Anderson's year. He's never won Best Director.
2: If he wins for this,
1: I'm gonna freak the fuck out. I think it'd be dope if he won for this. I do not. I can't believe you and Rihanna are so out on. Liquors oh, I hated
2: pizza. it. I hated it. What a I hate it
1: more with every minute. What a charming picture. I can't wait to see it again.
2: I walked out of it thinking I just didn't get it. And then I spoke to, I guess, just to, to Rian to sort of justify how I felt. And I was like, fuck, I, I hated this
1: fucking movie. There's almost like nothing to get. It's just a charming little, like, hangout movie that's got some workishness. And Best Picture nominees. They do uh, 10 nominees for Best Picture. Or have for the past few years. I'm keeping that up. Belfast. Coda. That Apple Plus movie that I feel like very few people have seen besides us. Mm. It's about like the deaf girl... With the bitwise deaf voice and the <laughs> clit
2: ring, I believe? Yes, mm. that's
1: what it was. Coda was... I'm trying to remember the plot of that. Coda like,
2: was another movie I never want to fucking see again.
1: She's like deaf, but a <clears throat> singer or something. There's some sort of music thing going on. It was fine. The fact that it got nominated for anything is very surprising. Don't Look Up got a Best Picture nomination. Drive My Car. Dune. Yes. I can't believe my Dune didn't get nominated. I, it's Friday. Again. Can you even believe it? Also, it's Laura Dern's birthday today, and you forgot it, Ank. Wow. We, we were just discussing Enlightened
2: and how great it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dune getting the best picture? That's kind of surprising. Although they like to sneak in like a couple popular movies to be like, we're cool,
2: we're hip. Well, Dune was so fucking cool looking that, like, at least technically, if they didn't give it, like, seven behind-the-scenes kind of, you know, like, cinematography, set design, Oscar doms, yeah, that would all be those. absurd. Yeah. It, it'll win all of those. I don't know that it'll get any of the big ones. Mm. It won't win Best Picture. That's not happening.
1: You think King Richard might
2: take it? <sighs> <sighs> I think, like you said, Power of the Dog the other day, and that sort of resonated with me. I was like, there's something about this movie that just screams like... Because Best Picture, typically those type of movies now, the last like decade, Best Picture movies have been like Green Book, where like it wins and then no one ever talks about it ever again.
1: Yeah, it's always like, even like one year afterwards, (coughs) you look back and it's like, that one? Like, huh? The Shape of Water? (laughs) Movie where the deaf woman has sex with a fish creature? And speaking of that, the uh, Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro's latest effort, got a Best Picture nomination, which I also found very surprising. Folks might remember we covered that last week on the program. Found it to be a little slow.
2: I thought it was a bit of a nightmare <laughs>
1: myself. And West Side Story to round out the Best Picture nominations. <laughs>
2: I love talking Oscars, man. It's a shame they're not fun to watch anymore. I am. Remember when we were like transfixed? We're trans. <laughs> fixed. Yeah. <laughs> we used to be fixed. We used to be like full-on Oscar obsessed, at least myself. Like I would like look forward to them. We'd yeah. watch the whole thing. We watched them together like a couple of times. And it used to matter to me. And now I remember like watching it at OD's house and like getting food and stuff and like being fully invested in who was up, who was up and who was performing and who was announcing yeah. and who was gonna win and it was our super bowl kid pretty much the real <laughs> super bowl is this sunday can i talk about that in the sports Please, corner?
1: i'm already in the corner thinking about touchdowns and awesome. uh, fucking sick shit
2: all right men this is the most important weekend in our lives <laughs> so you better get out that dick
1: Okay, it's out. All right, start
2: beating it and get it hard.
1: Oh, shit, I got to jerk off? We're in
2: the boner sports corner. Oh,
1: my God. It's a combo corner. Combo? It's a bit of a cosmic gumbo.
2: Jeremy Giambi is dead, and Sunday is the Super Bowl. (laughs) Big weekend.
1: Steroid guy down. How much fucking money did you put down on my pads? None. They're, they're not in it. <laughs> fuck. I'm
2: well, a real sporto. I know that.
1: Fuck. I think I might have uh, so made sure, a bad bet.
2: Make sure you take back your money for the for the Pats before it's too late, and get your dick back in your
1: pants, and get ready to watch some football. Should I put the money on Gronk or something? Just Gronk. Yeah. This is how I win. Let's fucking bet <laughs> on this
2: shit. That's the
1: dumbest fucking bet I ever heard in my life. I disagree. I'm putting it all on Gronk. And uh, just speaking of the Oscars, they also announced the Razzie nominations, which are the opposite of the Oscars, Mm. which I don't have like all the nominees here. They're kind of like, I used to think they were funny. Now, as time goes on, I I like the Razzie's less, but I do like the fact that they have a category specifically dedicated to Bruce Willis this year. (laughs) Which, Which 2021 Bruce Willis movie is the worst? There are nine nominees because he really churns them out. They're all straight to video, like sci fi. He made nine movies. movies? Yeah. In one year? Yeah, it's easy when you just kind of <laughs> pop by the set and just kind of do like two days of work. Fuck.
2: <laughs> How much do they pay you for those two days, Bruce? A mil a day. So it's two mil? Yeah, if I do two days. Is that. What do you call that when you get paid two million for a movie and then you get paid two million on the next movie? Is there a certain term for that or. I
1: can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs>
2: Would that you say happens. that:
1: Is that what's called your quote? Yeah, that that's the one, actually. that is what it is. I haven't tried in a movie in probably 12 years.
0: Why?:
1: But yeah, I'm actually excited to see which one takes home the big award. Mm. I think Cosmic Sin might have it, that one he made with Chad Michael Murray <laughs> from like One
2: Tree Hill. Does the Razzies do they meet in person like a real thing or and they invite the people that are nominated? I don't know much about the Razzie's. They do.
1: And sometimes people show up and accept their Razzie to be like a fun sport. Sandra Bullock showed up one year to accept her Razzie for All About Steve. That movie that you're gonna say Speed 2. Is she
2: even in Speed 2 now that I think about it? No, Keanu is not in Speed 2. It's Rami Malik or whatever that fucking guy's name is. (laughs) He remembers. Um that's fun. I would show up.
1: Yeah. I don't it's, think I'd be offended. It's an honor to even be nominated. It's fun to
2: have any. I'd love to. If you look over your shoulder, you can see my various trophies. I'm not joking. Take a yeah. peek. I have my first grade Pinewood Derby victory. I have a yeah. most improved player lacrosse trophy. And then I have a participation basketball trophy.
1: The MIP. It's mm-hmm. fucking
2: dope. Those are very, very important to me. Hell yeah. That's why they are displayed prominently
1: guys. And speaking of trophies, Brie Larson and Jeremy Renner have uh, some new non-scripted series that just got greenlit at Disney Plus. Oh. Brie Larson sounds okay. It's a documentary series called Growing Up that'll cover her and her friend, like doing a podcast and being fun. Jeremy Renner's non-scripted series. Is uh, a bit of a home improvement show. Are you aware of the title Uh, of the series yet? What's it called? Like, fuck. I feel like you might be able to like guess it. It's that like cheese ball. It's an actual home improvement, like a like a
2: HLN kind of thing. It's gonna
1: be him like fixing people's houses and being like a a fucking builder, carpenter type. Dude. Why doesn't
2: he just like make movies and like he, he got a Marvel role, and he doesn't gets, even so have done. to do
1: that if he doesn't want to
2: What's he doing with all his side gigs? Well, he's, he's like just a cut fucking a new album. He's like a fucking handyman, literally, like with like yeah. nine jack of all trades like, dude, you're in Marvel movies. Just cut it out.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Disney plus, they're probably just like, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. but this show is called Renervations."
2: Oh. Oh, you
1: wrote. I saw you post that. I knew that. (laughs) Renovations. I'm going to say it again. I've been incepted. Once again. I mean, it's fucked up. That's. All it takes to get a show Greenland. Like, oh, you have a cheese ball pun? Renovations? Sure. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Jer.
2: Everything. Ten
1: episodes.
2: I don't remember who it was that said it. It might have been like Ridley Scott or someone was complaining about the idea and just the modern concept of content. About how nothing is actually art anymore. And it's just mm. like filling time, spanning time. Yeah. And yeah, like. Renovations? Like that's, this is, that's content. That's not an actual show.
1: This is like a joke at best. Yeah. A quibby at worst. Mm. But no, this will go like four seasons probably.
2: It's a show that just does not need to exist. And yet it'll probably
1: be around for four years. Yeah, like the only people watching it will be people like me who's just like, I just got to see what this is and just get mad, watch like 14 right. minutes of one episode and then just forget it existed for the rest of time.
2: Maybe he'll fall down a flight of stairs and just. Break every bone in his body and have uh, a nail go through his head or something, and then that'll be the
1: end. And then he'll cut another album full of fucking charts. His music's hands. so bad. Kid, it's sick. I what are you talking it. about? It's fire.
2: He's good. He's not even a bad actor. Like, he's good in a lot of things, especially Most... the town. Kid, the town he's excellent in the town bits aside and he's excellent in wind river and he's, i think he's excellent in um american hustle which we talked about the mm. other day which you said that people dislike that movie and i don't know if i've experienced it that way i didn't realize
1: that yeah like look it up on letterbox everyone's like mm. oh this movie's a piece of shit i'm like i thought it was great i thought it was awesome yeah you made the point like it's got like six of the best actors oh, yeah. around at that time just like you know crushing it it was just a stack capacity like
2: Dream team of a cast, Amy Adams,
1: um, uh, Bruce, Christian Bale, Christian Bradley, Bale Cooper, Bradley Cooper, just throwing Jennifer smoke. Jennifer
2: Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, I think, is, wins the movie, personally. Maybe Christian Bale. Big fan. But you can't give every movie to Bale. He wins all the other movies.
1: Yeah. And Aquafina's is facing some potential cancellation for uh, the accusations that she's used a black scent. She had a big, like, apology on... Or is was, that necessary? It wasn't much of an apology. She had, like, an explanation on Twitter, and it's just a whole thing. As fans of the show know, I think she deserves to be canceled just for going by the name mm-hmm. Aquafina, which is embarrassing and bad. I don't like <laughs> that one bit. I don't even think she's, like, the worst actress in the world. She, no. She can be kind of charming sometimes, but that name? ugh, Despicable. Yeah, we shit on her a lot, and to be honest... I have a reveal. I don't
2: I don't like her, mm. but I, had, I know nothing about her and I don't think I've seen her in anything. I just kind of bandwagon shit on her with you to support your hate, which said. I do with a lot of things. You yeah. and I team up on people a lot. <laughs> and this is me saying, I honestly don't think I've seen her in anything. Like I'm, maybe I watched the Oceans movie and like she's in that, but yeah. I can't even picture what she looks like or has said.
1: Yeah, what is... What you, do
2: I hate about her?
1: I don't even know. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You probably didn't see Shang Chi. Nope. And you didn't watch the farewell that movie. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, she just like pops up in like a right. I've never I've never seen
2: her in any role that had any real substance enough where I can develop some sort of disdain for her beyond just faking it. Yeah. So this is me saying I don't actually hate Aquafina, and I'd love for her to come on the show.
1: Yeah. Same. It's just that name. Mm, It's a stupid name. And real name's Nora Lum. It's a fine name. Let's go by that. Nora Lung. Hell yeah. And speaking of cancels, Joe Rogan. They're after him again. He will never actually be
2: canceled because his following is too big and they're the type of people who don't give a shit. Spotify is too far in bed with him.
1: Well, they did remove uh, like over 70 episodes of his I think his it was podcast. 100 and something, wasn't it? Yeah they, yeah, they keep finding more episodes where he casually drops... Uh, and bombs
2: yeah there's no need for i don't know i'm not gonna say that like you can't make you can't say the wrong thing because every other podcast i'm sure there's you rewind back 20 minutes i was probably fat shaming or something i don't even remember yeah
1: spotify has actually also removed all hank segments from episodes of enough so Mm. it's happening to all of us it is funny to imagine someone listening Someone who, like, works for Spotify, like, listening to all these episodes, like, you know, of the Joe Rogan show Mm -hmm. and, like, flagging, like, oh, another N-word. Or, like, there's an F-word. Maybe that's... uh." Do
2: you think they have a machine that can find them all? I know, like, Instagram, (laughs) when you post certain songs or whatever, it'll take it down. There's no way people are watching all
1: content. That's a good idea. If that doesn't exist, it should. Monty, like, have that be BitBot's new purpose. BitBot, like, search for... Monty, don't listen to that.
2: Bring BitBot back exactly as he is. He's just fine.
1: (laughs) No, he have him be, like, a slur hunter, and then that could be useful. Call me the slur hunter. (laughs) In, But, uh... Yeah,
2: you know what? I will really... I've told, like, everyone I know my idea, but I really do believe that Joe should put together a dais of hilarious black comedians and have them roast the shit out of him for, like, two hours. That sounds fun. Which, to me, like... He didn't say anything in hate, hate. He's not a racist, but he did do something dumb that deserves to be made fun of. Mm. And I think that's a great way for him to sort of ease his way back into normalcy without having, you know, this cl- cloud hanging over him that he's like this racist piece of shit. Because he's not. He's just a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. And speaking of racist pieces of shit, Lam Neeson has been announced that he's going to be in Seth MacFarlane's Naked Gun reboot. That, I guess, is being made on Earth? Presumably, he'll be playing the uh, fucking Frank Drebin, Leslie Nielsen, like main guy. Is Leslie
2: Nielsen dead?
1: Very much so. Mm. I think his last film was Scary Movie 5. I'm a big fan of The Naked Gun, the original series, especially Two and a Half. That's by far the best one. Featuring the acting talents of uh, Orenthal James Simpson. Look out. It happens. I wonder if he'll po- have a Popeye in this new one. Hey,
3: Twitter world. <laughs> it's me, the murderer.
1: I'm just saying, Liam Neeson. I know. But yeah, what do you think about this? Naked Gun Reboot? Seth MacFarlane? I'm out. Yeah. I, Seth's,
2: Seth's the cool guy, and I like Family Guy and whatever, but nothing he's done outside of Family Guy has not been trash.
1: Yeah, Ted made a fortune, but I don't think it's like a great movie. No. And it's t- It's fine. Ted 2 is kind of a disaster, even more so. I that think Western Ted, he made. Uh, how the West was fun, I believe it was called. Basically. Wait, what the fuck was that called? It's going to drive no, me crazy, uh, too. You're one, kidding. One Million Ways to Die in the West. Good get. And then he had that space show. Oh, my God. The Orville, Fox. which still yeah, exists. That's that, still
2: on. Somehow. <laughs> it's somehow. It's Fox just won't cancel him.
1: I... Yeah, he if just they has... cancel
2: the Orville, he might get mad and stop giving him Family Guy, which people actually still watch.
1: That's exactly what's going on over there. He just owns Fox. Yeah, he's not great at the movies. The movies. Stick to the TV. And they released a trailer for Jurassic World Dominion which they're billing as the end of the Jurassic Age. Is it a Minions crossover movie? or <laughs> I mean, it could be. The Minions. Universal does own both of those uh, pieces of IP. They could do that and maybe should. But yeah, they're saying this is like the end of the Jurassic Park movies, at least for now until like four years from now when they started anew. But they bring back a lot of the cast from the original in this one. You got Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum reprising their roles from the classic Steven Spielberg original, which you're hearing I'm a, a not, slice of score from. I'm not jazzed about it, really. I'm not either, because the last two have been not very good movies, the Chris Pratt ones. I'm,
2: I was going to say, I'm also I'm getting uncomfortable picturing Jeff Goldblum, Chris Pratt, and uh, Sam uh, Neill interacting with yes. Laura Dern in tow, but the birthday girl herself.
1: Why are you uncomfortable? Hey,
2: it's me, Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, Arnold's daughter and the Guardians movies.
1: Oh, yeah, it's kind of like inappropriate. It's like these are real movie stars, and then Chris Pratt's just like a dude on Earth.
3: I voted for Trump. <laughs> I have uh, a
1: chode. Uh, yes, yes. Chris. Hey, Jeff. Uh,
3: you want to go to my trailer and do sit-ups so that I don't get fat again?
1: I I don't. No, thank you. As
3: long as you're not a Jew. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Bro, I, I might be But yeah, the the trailer actually looked kind of cool Because this is the first one They show, like, I guess at the end of the last one The dinosaurs got loose, like, all over the world So now they're showing, like, you know People are at a movie theater And, like, a di- dinosaur roars in And, like, other stuff where they're, like, intermingling in cities and I was like, they should have done this, like, four movies ago Like, this is, you know, something new and cool For a dinosaur movie.
3: Mm. I left my crippled, retarded son in the dust as soon as I had a better opportunity career wise.
1: Oh shit, Chris Pratt is still here, I guess.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I waited to say that bit (laughs) while you were talking about the movie and I was distracted.
1: Chris, how dare you? I'm a big oaf. And yeah, they got. Who's the girl in these? Bryce Dallas Howard is in this. Maybe they'll have a big roaring finish to this saga. I don't even know.
3: No matter how in shape I get, I'll still feel empty inside. Chris. Because I don't like myself.
1: Chris, why don't you go into Hank's room and see what's going on in there for a bit? Yeah, that was a lot, Chris.
2: (laughs) Jesus Christ. I. What was that movie with Chris Pratt and Jennifer
1: Lawrence in space? Passengers? legendary turkey yes mm. horrible film that was one of those movies that was like on the blacklist for years and they almost made it with like nine different duos because i guess it was like an interesting story you wouldn't be able to tell it watching the final result i thought it was interesting but uh yeah his stuff's not great no he stinks what about i don't like him what about the baby? and his crew physically attacking somebody at a bowling alley. Do you have any more intel on this? This seems like a you story. It
2: was his ex, or they, the woman he had a child with, I refuse to use the phrase baby mama, but DaBaby's ex, Danny Lee, her brother, I guess, ran into DaBaby and his crew at some bowling alley in LA, a word. and it turned into like a bit of a fight. They've fought before, I guess, because I guess he's like allegedly the
1: baby beat up this woman you're telling me the baby likes to argue
2: the baby gets himself into all sorts of situations and somehow wriggles his way out of it like let's I'll run I'm just gonna speed round a couple of them don't number hit the one baby. he literally shot a man in public and got out of it as self-defense like a man accosted him With a weapon, I guess, and Dababy shot him and killed him in broad daylight. That's number one. Number two, the whole like he went up on stage and literally said like any gay people that are in his audience have AIDS and like was disgusted by them. Six weeks later, it was as if it never happened, and he's back on all these tours after some fake apology. The music is just that good. (laughs) Music is like fine at best. I don't fucking get it. I think he's just that popular. And then what was the other one? He allegedly beat up his ex-girlfriend and threw her out of the house with the baby their actual baby not himself Mm. and then now he's beating up a guy about his ex-girlfriend in a bowling alley in public like grabbing him by the hair and pulling him to the ground what can't this guy do that's the only (laughs) four that i can think of off the top of my head and i know there's probably more he's a true quadruple threat
1: Mm. the baby
2: so yeah i've His big goofy face, like, I've had it. I'm hoping the next thing he does gets him in real trouble and he ends up with, like, a legitimate gun charge and they just put him away.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've I've never actually heard his music. I've only ever just heard of him being a bad guy, doing fucked up shit.
2: Yeah, he seems lousy. Speaking of lousy, did you hear Jerry Harris from Cheer, that Netflix show, is pleading guilty to having tons of child porn on his computer?
1: I did see that. That sounds about right. Mm. I mean, I think they got him. They got him pretty good. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to have to go ahead and plead guilty to this. They pop him in the cell with Jared. A couple of buddies. Hanging up those jeans. I love Jared
2: getting (laughs) interviewed. The jeans! I love Jared getting interviewed recently being like, you know, I fucked up. That's what you've come to after six years in jail, Jared? All right. You fucked up or you made a mistake. Jared hanging
1: hanging himself with those big jeans in
2: jail. (laughs) swinging you've seen the meme of the jared pants with the twin towers on them right i have that's one of my favorite memes of all time just the big giant jared pants and like inter like just like photoshopped onto the pants is like the twin towers and planes (laughs) flying into them it's what we call (laughs) it's what we call artwork i might i might actually frame that for down here hell yeah is that offensive i don't think so
1: no it's fine and michael mann's Long gestating passion project Ferrari has finally been greenlit with Adam Driver, starring as Enzo Ferrari, and Penelope Cruz, starring as presumably the love interest of the picture. This is she's a big deal. She's 26
2: Mann. years older than Adam Driver. Is she? Yeah, she's probably a little right? bit older. At least 15. I don't know how old probably. she
1: is. I don't feel like looking it up either, despite
2: the fact that I have a computer right in front of
1: me. I bet she's like 10 years older, but that's fair. And Michael Mann hasn't made a movie since Black Hat, which was like huh. seven years ago and was a legendary bomb. Like, I think it, it's one of those movies, like, it made so little, it's in like the top ten or bottom ten, whatever you say, uh, big budget movies that got released in theaters. That movie where Chris Hemsworth unconvincingly plays a hacker <laughs> who's just like inexplicably ripped whole movie like yeah i've been hacking in jail just fucking random but uh michael man this this should be good ferrari movie sure they he's... didn't do that two
2: years ago or anything sure let's do it again why not oh, yeah they did do ford versus ferrari it's 4.99 now stole a bit of his thunder and,
1: and yeah adam driver's having a pretty good run every time he is in a movie he's like working with a cool big director he just did like the ridley scott run Mm and other stuff he's just i feel like he's like the guy yeah he's great right now he's having a moment i think it's going to continue he's good he's in that
2: i think future de niro category de niro's you know pacino along those lines those guys that are like going to be in 20 years of solid home run kind of movies and then Hmm. just go on autopilot and make bad grandpa for five years or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's like a reliable it's like, oh, he'll at least be good in this when you see he's in something. And Movie Pass is back, folks, but not in a good way. For people who don't remember MoviePass, it was the thing like four years ago. For ten bucks a month, you could basically go see a movie every single day. It was too good of a deal, the company went to shit, and they've been trying to bounce back ever since. And their new bit is let's see they have um i got this story here it's not a subscription <clears throat> service for unlimited movies anymore it's instead a tiered subscription system that you can earn Ugh. credits in by watching ads that will s- scan your eyeballs <clears throat> just stop guys to, to like, make sure you're on. watching the ads <laughs> It's like, oh, it used to be like basically a free way to see movies, and now it's an app that scans your eyeballs and gives you credits towards like discounts. Hey, don't scan my eyes. Don't yeah. do that. I don't like it. Yeah, besides literally being a plot from a Black Mirror episode where like when you look away from the ad, it becomes like a red screen, that's like definitely where they got this idea. The fact that it's reality is very dumb mm. and fucked up. They just won't let movie pass die <clears throat> hard movie pass alum, kid, but like it's over, yeah, let's just wrap them up, yeah they every time they're like it's coming back like this, it's like more cartoonishly awful than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. it's like we're scanning eyeballs for ads. It's like future hell, like get the fuck out of here, and I don't know if you saw I think I sent it to you the the Super Bowl ads they're like doling oh, out they're
2: fucking spoiling them all
1: i know as you mentioned wasn't that like the fun of the super bowl is like not knowing uh you know which ones are going to come out now like days before the super bowl they're just like these are all the ads and what they're going to be for and let's just take all the fun out of everything
2: well think about what a laugh it would have been i'm not even i'm not participating in the spoilers how about that i'm not saying what they are there's one in particular that would have fucking blown my doors off were i to actually be watching the super bowl
1: yeah. And it's. I'm like, should I spoil it? I feel like people saw it online, but go uh, ahead, let's, fuck let's, it. I'll save one of them, but yeah, there's going to be like an Austin Powers commercial at some point during the Super Bowl, but they don't give any details. And I got a bad feeling about this. Obviously, I'm game for like anything even resembling Austin Powers content, but him in like a GM ad, like. I feel like this is gonna turn me into Scott Evil once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> did you realize Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had a falling
2: out and have since like rekindled their friendship
1: yeah that uh, it made me
2: kind of sad
1: that fucking Wayne's world Uber Eats ad really brought them back together I guess Oof, woof, but that's the most annoying part like Mike Myers did that now he's doing this instead of uh you know just making Austin Powers four like they reboot things I actually want to see. As movies, as commercials. And then they reboot things like nobody wants to see as, as actual reboots. And
2: they're making commercials into movies.
1: Yeah, it's like, let's do, right. you know, just make another Austin Powers movie.
2: Doesn't seem that challenging to get together the cast of no. Austin Powers, given that Mike Myers is the entire thing. Yeah, baby. And he's not making Shrek movies anymore. Yeah.
1: So let's go. And it's like, you could write one of those and like... 45 minutes just do all the bits from the third one or the first three just again like they did in the others bring back everybody fat have it just be like a fat bastard
2: dr (sighs) evil crossover event and then yes weave in a little bit of austin and we're good to go
1: yeah but instead we'll get to see like a fucked up version of something we love as a commercial and get all upset about it woof what a time to be alive
2: what else you got for news
1: and (sighs) and Duo alert, uh, there's a new movie called Father Stew, starring Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson. Hey, how are you? Hey, we're both canceled. Yeah, you got canceled and I should have. Yeah, we're both Mark Wahlberg, because I don't even know how to do a Mel Gibson. I know. I guess he's like Australian or something? Yeah. It's fucked up. But yeah, we're both like canceled and deeply religious, and we're doing some sort of a fucking... How about I just smile and fucking blow
0: you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here I go. Oh, you see my dance moves? I'm in
2: my Calvin underwear. I'm never going to get AIDS. And I'm shirtless. You should have blown me before the jacuzzi, Mark. I'm in the jacuzzi. I heard you can't get AIDS if you wear your Calvins (laughs) in a jacuzzi. You're right. No Asians allowed, am I right?
1: I'm too old for this shit, but you know what? I'm down anyways. How about we
2: make another lethal weapon, only it's my character from... Uh, basketball diaries (laughs) and your character from Ransom and uh, someone like I'm a heroin addict and your son is missing and like we work together as a team to find him using heroin green light and you direct (laughs) it produce it whatever and I'll promote it using like vitamin water or whatever that I shill That's a fucking green and, light. And burgers and uh, yeah. my untalented family. Yeah. I'll bring Donnie. I'll even bring Paul. No Asians, though, okay?
1: <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> wow, a lot of Popeyes tonight. Yeah, a lot of Popeyes. A lot of cuts. A lot of Popeyes. But yeah, Father Stew. I watched like half of the trailer and was like, this is going to be a turkey. Gobble, gobble. Who'd thunk? And... What else do we have that might be it news wise although we do have something in the old mailbag this week oh fans are gasping right now they're like I, wish I had
2: like mailbag kind of music you know what i'm gonna do for you what you got i'm going to play
1: something that would go with a mailbag
2: how about this in oh
3: oh scott Oh, no. I figured with all the Popeyes, I'd come. I'm here to promote my new Showtime documentary about my accolades. and.
1: Oh, you're promoting the documentary that uh, eviscerates your character. Well, I haven't watched it, but I know that
3: it's about me, and I assume
1: it's all good stuff. Okay, maybe you shouldn't watch it because it's pretty scandalous. I heard it
3: was excellent. You know, Showtime has good content. Go ahead, though. Read the letter. I'm going to play this softer. Okay. Well, yeah, we got a... uh... Email, uh, <laughs> pudding.
1: <laughs> there he goes, he's, he's trailing. The uh, friend of the show, Adam Welpley, sent Yo. in an email. It's, I'm gonna read all of it because it's not too long. He says, From Seattle, hello, hoops and Ank. That's us, mm, that's me, yeah. The Turkey Boys love the pod. This is your long lost friend, Adam, tuning in from Seattle. I thought the Turkey Boys might appreciate this story several months ago while catching up with Stephen Sullivan at a friend's wedding it led me to discover the Enough podcast in case you're wondering besides secretly promoting the pod Steve currently works at a museum in a dangerous capacity saying his daily routine is exactly like Ben Stiller in the Night of the Museum franchise excellent reference to a yeah, uh, very much so a sterling we series we saw that in the
2: theaters and I didn't like it
1: yeah. did you? I think I probably saw all those in the theaters like a true lunatic but he goes on to say, true story, he's a very brave man. In case this gets read on air, Sully, what's up? Keep up the good work. He goes on to say, listening also took me back to a fond memory of the Transporter 2 that we saw back at Patriot Cinemas in Hanover. That's all. Keep up the banter. Adam. I feel like hmm. we should applaud or something. <laughs> we got an Thanks, email. Thanks,
2: buddy. Yeah, that, you know what it was? I, read, I listened back last week, and I was bitching about nobody emailing. Mm. as i was saying we want to know who our secret listeners are and adam you're not it's not a secret anymore buddy you're you're a turkey head yeah i was very charmed
1: very charmed by this letter yeah that's nice good to hear adam and steve great guys a couple of good dudes it's it's not adam and eve it's adam and steve (laughs) we are also very (laughs)
2: lgbtq friendly here especially the q part because i am queer myself
1: hell yeah yeah, I wonder who else is listening out there. Email in. Let's keep the emails Yeah, we coming. need more emails. If we get an email every week, that'll change everything. Yeah. And also, Adam, I remember seeing The Transporter 2 in the theater, and I remember it being pretty solid. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> On that note, why don't we take a little break, and <laughs> yeah. we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Dude. I'm fucking unchained, dude. Bobby Kelly Unchained. <laughs> He's in. You know what dude? Prepare to get winged. Hmm. <laughs> I like the way you die boy. Dude. I should have said dude. Folks, we're back. We are back
2: with episode 156 of Enough the Podcast here in the Chill
1: Zone. Coming at you. Very professional. And we just watched a little picture called... Make It Go, (laughs) I believe it was called. Take more guesses as to Uh, what this movie was called. Whatever It Takes. Close. Um... That's the name of a, uh, This
2: too shall pass.
1: Whatever it takes is a criminally underseen, uh, early 2000s Kirsten Dunst vehicle that I think Cisco the, uh, rapper was in. Like the thong song guy? Yes. And actually, I know he was in it. It's not a thing. I was gonna say, you acting like you don't know that already. <laughs> I'm positive Sisko was in it, and he gave a good performance. But no, this movie was called I Want You Back. Like the Haim song. A new Amazon Prime original... That is about newly dumped 30-somethings Peter and Emma team up to sabotage their ex's new relationships and win them back for good. Can't wait. Oh, so I liked it. Cisco's here.
2: I thought it was fun.
1: Yeah, this was way better than I thought it was going to be for like an Amazon original rom-com. This movie stars... Okay, Cisco's <laughs> roaring in here. <laughs> He needs a little time. He hasn't been in the spotlight in several years.
2: Let's just hit the chorus real quick. I'll skip right to it. No,
1: that's fair. (laughs) You're just cruising through the thong song. Do you wear thongs? I do. You do? Yeah, I'm bringing them back. We're in the thong corner. We are. Those those Sweeney butt cheeks. (laughs) The butt (laughs) corner. New corners left and right. Yeah, thongs (laughs) fell out of style for a while, but I'm making them cool again. (laughs) I feel like women just wear them now, right? It's
2: not like a... Dump's like a
1: dump truck.
0: (laughs) What? What? I'm not paying for
2: that. Michaela. I overdrew my debit card! This remix is
1: sick! (laughs) I hate Grata, I hate Joe, I I hate every guest who's ever been on Enough. Have me on, you fucking idiots! I'll just talk about sports during the sports corner and be mad when it ends! What? I should be with Jenny Slade. We're in the poop corner! (laughs) Fans love when we get impossibly nice niche
2: nice deep tracks i know two buckaroos at home right now that are grabbing their sides laughing one of them is grabbing a big mound of loose skin and the other a gigantic gut so have some laughs at it
1: buddy hey boys. buddies buddies <laughs> we're completely unwinding here we're back Who But yeah, did this, this is... to us jenny slate and charlie day are the leads of this charming rom-com that we watched good duo. I thought they might work together when we started this. I was like "That they sound fun. Watched it can confirm they were fun together. And this was kind of like a standard rom-com type situation as you might have imagined from the premise. Like they both get dumped so they team up to win back their exes but you can imagine what might happen Whoa. during that process. Jenny Slade actually uh, had to get an abortion,
2: and Charlie Day came with her to the clinic, and he was and, like, wah, wah. and the abortion failed, and then the baby just sort of came alive way, Ooh. way, way, way before term. Mm. It was kind of like that movie, um, oh, what's the one? It's uh, Unearth or I can't remember, where the woman is, and they cut the woman's stomach open with a pair of scissors when oh. she has a baby in there. Yeah, sure. Sort of like that. <laughs> yeah. It was very graphic, very violent, mm. and I loved
1: it. He loved it.
2: Six, six out of ten Marones.
1: <laughs> Marron. Yeah, this is... Cougine. It's some good, like, will they, won't they stuff. They, uh, it was working for me. They got Scott Eastwood in this movie playing the cool guy. Him and Charlie Day were kind of fun together. Some good montages, as you find in romantic comedies.
2: I unironically think Eastwood is great. He's good. He's better than his father. Oh, better. all things. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to
1: have to disagree with you there, bub. I'm going to do
0: the speech to a chair. (laughs) Get these zipper heads off my lawn.
1: I wonder if they'll ever, if he'll ever direct his son in a picture.
2: I don't see how he hasn't.
1: Yeah. He probably, like, doesn't want to. Right. Or he's waiting for... A real good script to come around. Although he doesn't appear to do that based on Cry Macho. I was going to say, do and... you want to be in
3: Cry Macho? You can play my son. Part two. You and that little Mexican kid will go down <laughs> to Mexico together.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the Pete Davidson had a eye in this Oh, moment. hey, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm fucking
2: making the rounds. fucking. Now that I shaved the blonde hair off my head, I'm so happy. Because like every, like, hey, how's it going, man? Celebrity in Hollywood has it right now. They copied me, because I did it two years ago. They did. It's true. It was in April of 2020 that I did it for the first time. Might have even been fucking March. Mm. Everyone is copying me. Yeah. Now everyone's going to start copying me with the buzz cut, so I may have to do, like, a Billy Zane and just go all in, all the hair gone. What do you
1: think? Just copy off someone. I support that. (laughs) Oh, Sean William Scott (laughs) in Road Trip to Tom Green. (laughs) or to
2: No, not to Tom Green. The other guy.
1: His is. No, but... uh, Thomas
2: Ian Nicholas, or...
1: I forgot what I was going to say. We're all over the place. No, sorry. We're very manic right
2: now. I think the fans probably love it. What do you think? Let's hope so. (laughs) Fans, write in. Enough the podcast at gmail.com. You were talking about Jenny Slate and Scott Eastwood and Cry Macho, and then we digressed. It's fine.
1: But yeah, the... And this was directed by the guy who did that Hulu original movie, Big Time Adolescents. Which I
2: get that confused
1: with The King of Staten Island on a regular
2: basis because they're kind of the same movie.
1: Yeah, this guy's bad at titling his movies. I Want You Back, Big Time Adolescents, all these other ones. I don't know.
2: You know what's a title? You know what's a good title?
1: Hit me. Django Unchained. That's a title. Bing, 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 bing. And yeah, watching this, I was thinking... I find the formulaic nature of romantic comedies comforting at times. Right.
2: Like you there's never a time where You're uh, lost. Martin Sheen gets tossed off of a <laughs> rooftop and the whole if crowd only. gasps. Yeah. Yeah. Also like, tattoo they're... artists, if you're listening, my tattoo artist said it would be hard to conceptualize a tattoo of Martin Sheen getting thrown off of a building. <laughs> I think there's someone out there that can figure it out. Yeah. So let me know in the comments of our Instagram or DM or the at com. I'll do
1: that for you. That's a done deal. Thanks, buddy. Buy a gun. But yeah, like rom-coms, like, they're so by the numbers, you barely even have to pay attention. You can <clears> just like <throat> glance up every once in a while and be like, oh, it's at this part where like they find out that they were lying about this thing and they're going to be sad and then a sad montage later. We'll see where they are.
0: Oh. It's me, Jenny Slate. Thank you for watching my movie. It was really fun to make.
1: Oh, it's it's Marcel the Shell <laughs> <Yep>. popping by.
0: <laughs> I thought I'd do it in character, and that's sort of what got me on the map.
1: Wow. That's fun. It's good to see you, Jenny.
0: Rian, uh, his penis is uncircumcised, and it has a big <laughs> curve in it. Wow. I don't know if you knew that.
1: Jenny, my Friend goodness. I
0: in the show, Rian Follin, um, military superstar, a.k.a., um, Ah, my former letter
1: <laughs> Former flame.
0: Yep, I yeah. blew it. I uh, got <laughs> with Chris and I sucked it all up.
1: Wow, Jenny's getting really real in character in the chill zone. I
0: don't know what to do. <laughs> can you help me resurrect my old love?
1: Mm-mm. She's all tower. up. That away. Yeah, well, we're gonna figure this out. Maybe you come back on next week or okay. next time Rian's on the show, and Thank we'll you. we'll hash this out. Mamma mia. Oh, shit.
0: Coo-jean.
1: Yep, that's definitely her. <laughs> no doubt about it.
0: five, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jenny's... I'm gonna get out of here like your sister's ass. Oh. Coo-jean.
1: She's like Jenny has been enjoying the Instagram work of, uh, Coo-jean.
0: <laughs> The uh, food sidecar. (laughs) Who did that, man? (laughs) I was supposed to be here tonight. I'm not on the show, but uh, I'm from Mm. Toronto. This is Trey. You're in the Trey corner. What's up, Hoops? What's happening?
1: Hi, Trey. (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm okay. (laughs) Hey,
0: how you doing? It's me, Carmen. Did you ever see Smoking <laughs> Aces, my dramatic soliloquy in the bathroom with Jeremy Piven?
1: I did, I thought it sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what well, didn't you like about it, fam?
1: Everything, common.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> did you ever see that movie with me and Mary Elizabeth Winstead where I play an alcoholic who falls in love with her after meeting her at an AA meeting?
1: I actually turned it off and you were a big part of why I turned it off, Common. <laughs> what didn't you
0: like about it, man?
1: Everything You
0: did you ever see me in sixteen blocks?
1: Okay, Common. <laughs> it's been fun. I'm gonna have to uh, ask actually, you. Actually,
2: Common, that wasn't you, that was most
1: deaf. Oh, but shit. moving along Wow <laughs> well played it's
2: funny that he didn't even know his own movie but anyway yeah, um i up. liked this uh what was the movie again called the take another the guess. upside down yeah that's okay. what it was. Called. i really liked it and it's uh it's on amazon prime for free
1: yes i want you back
2: i was Fun annoyed movie. that they didn't get the rights to play the jackson five song because mm. that would have made a lot of sense yeah to me
1: or at least and I took a little trip down to the multiplex the other day to see Jackass Forever. How was it? Loved it. A fucking complete. Hey, what's delight. Up, man? I got a summary here. Let me explain Jackass for the fans. <laughs> no, I'm obviously that kidding. It's actually really, really funny. Yeah, thank you. But this movie was great. The Jackass series, very fun, dumb, watchable. It was very nostalgic watching this, because like we grew up watching that silliness and it's been like 20 years they got a fourth one now and it hit the spot i gotta say it it has like three or four incredible bits in it that i won't spoil or even like allude to because it's all about seeing it for the time one bit in particular that ank will love and you got to make it out to the movies to see Mm. this and yeah i was just like smiling the whole time good cheap laughs yeah i'm
2: looking forward to it i was bummed when i heard you and rian both saw it because i'm Mm -hmm. like now i'm just gonna wait for it to be on itunes but i feel like this is the kind of movie that'll be on itunes quickly like we're not gonna be sitting around all night
1: yeah like it's fun to see in the theater because like you're laughing with everybody it's a good like comedy theater movie but you can watch it on like your phone it's just people injuring themselves Mm -hmm. and having a laugh Saw it with uh, the South Shore Boys, oh, which is a podcast that you can hear me on. If you've never heard me mention it before, I love folks, that. all
2: right, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. And,
1: and I, what else? Sorry, they do have a bunch of like new characters in this movie, like a new generation of wacky people that they try to introduce. And I gotta say, almost none of them did anything for me. I don't know if it's just because it, I wanted to see. The classic guys do more, mm. or if they just weren't really bringing the good stuff. That
2: ass guys is like with them now, huh?
1: Yeah, he's like the really fat guy. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. I don't know. He does no a good? bunch of bits where it's just like, yeah, you're really fat. Like they already have one of those. <laughs> like I don't know. It seemed that Preston Lacey guy. Yeah, yeah, they have that already, and he was good. They do have. There's a new girl named Megan something who had some really good bits mm. and was like fearless in a weird way, where like. Even Steve-O was like, "Jesus Christ, like you really just don't care about anything." It was, it was good. Stevo,
2: Stevo, has definitely toned himself down quite a bit since getting sober, but yeah. he's still, he's still wild.
1: He's good. Him and Chris Pontius have some really good yeah, bits yeah. in this. It was nice All to right. see them do their thing again. They're A good duo. And yeah, good movie. It ends with a Ryan Dunn tribute. That's very charming. Mm. Good movie. Check it out. I also watched Red Rocket the other day, which Ank covered a few weeks ago here in the oh, program. I loved
2: it. I loved it so. The fact that Great Simon movie. didn't get an Oscar nomination is uh, befuddling to is say a, the least.
1: Yeah, this is the new movie from Sean Baker, <sighs> mm. writer director. Did the Florida Project, another really good movie. His movies feel very real. Yeah, like more so than like anyone else making movies right now. I watch his stuff and I'm just like, like looking at every character. I'm like, this is like I buy this. I buy everything about this. <laughs> It just, like, completely checks out. And I really appreciate that in a movie. Realism. And I did not like Tangerine
2: very much. I didn't And either. the first time I watched The Florida Project, I didn't think I liked that very much either. But it's a great rewatch. Couldn't agree more. And you you dig back in. Yeah. So I, I, I but Red Rocket was, right, was awesome right out of the gate.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of Good Time. It's a movie about a guy mm. who's, like, desperate and trying to get out of these situations and he's like charming enough to like swindle people into doing various things but he's like a slime ball it's good very well done. actually it's better than good i thought it was great i thought it was excellent yeah i think i
2: gave it four out of five i might even bump it up to a four and a half
1: i think i gave it four and a half yeah like watching i was just like i would have sat there and watched it all day i thought it was great
2: very rarely do i watch a movie and not want it to end yeah that's almost a never situation for me.
1: Yeah, like very funny, very sad. It had right. an ending that kind of floored Said. me. One of those cool, like, indie on a dime endings, but in a good way, not in a upsettingly vague way. Yeah. Check out Red Rocket. It's on iTunes now. It'll probably be on one of the streamers at some point shortly. And you checked out a new documentary on netflix called the tinder swindler
2: i did lucy and i watched that together actually which is ironic considering we met on tinder oh shit! which is funny you're the tinder swindler i am the tindler shitbag actually it's a difference where it's like you meet me and then like you look up and three years of your life have gone down the drain and i'm still here it's, yeah. so it's
0: one could say
2: would you rather be bilked out of a bunch of money really quickly or just surrender the remainder of your life and now like you're about to be engaged to me and you're watching the walls close in like a dumpster in star wars <laughs> anyway very nerdy um, reference um that.
1: Er, um er. I need C3PO to uh, turn down all the garbage mashers on the detention level. Um, <laughs> uh, don't, um. Oh no, I made it so much nerdier <laughs> in the blink of an eye. Oh, oh, no, oh, some sort of robot is here. It's me, C-3PO. Can't really m- make it out, but I'm getting the gist. Okay. I don't. I have this one. Do you have a Vader over there? I don't think so. Fuck. I could do
2: like a, hey it's me darth vader i'm on the phone
1: somehow palpatine survived hey um you're my only hope Luke skywalker
2: bye help me get nailed it yep big star wars guy here yeah. may the force be with you huh <laughs> huh yep i buy yep, it that's what they say <laughs> um what the fuck were we talking about
1: the tinder swindler
2: right yes <laughs>
1: right but right,
2: on, right on par was star wars talk yeah. from the guy who has seen them all maybe once if not half of once anyway um this is a guy named like i don't even know his real name he was under levev something like a random israeli name that he it's not even him and he basically would get women to talk to him and match with him and then he would convince them that he was very rich using money that he stole from other women that he met on the apps. And then he would sort of just like create this snowballing cycle of like steal $100,000 from one woman, finance meeting the next woman, steal money from her, finance meeting the next woman, and so on.
1: Imagine being that charming that you could make that many women just give you large mm, sums that's of That's your takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: going to say agreed, and I wish I were unfortunately i was able to bamboozle the one woman i'll take it
1: yeah. um i don't know i yeah i started this i haven't really gotten far enough to even have a take on any of it but decent. it sounds good it's like the big it's doc good, yeah of the moment I everybody's like talking to but netflix always gets the doc of the moment like
2: prime hulu they all put out showtime hbo they all put out documentaries no one talks about them That's pretty fair. Netflix puts out a documentary. Everybody's asking me if I saw it. And I'm like, not only did I see that, but I saw the big doc from every other streaming service. If you checked any of those out, we could talk about those as well.
1: Uh, We did check that out on Netflix. If you're so inclined, we've also been watching a little bit of the new Amazon prime original series, Reacher, which is uh, based on the popular book series. They made two movies about Jack Reacher starring Tom Cruise. People said Tom Cruise was too short for this particular role. Cause in the no books, such thing. He's like a big hulking rascal. So on this show, big thick cock. They found like the biggest guy on earth to play Jack Reacher to appease everyone who thought Tom Cruise was too short. The guy, he looks like a wrestler. He's like a cartoonish looking, like. Yeah, he's a just big man. big blocky dude. Yeah, He's actually only about my
2: height in real life, so they shoot him up, I think. Oh, really? Like, yeah, he's only like 6'2". I mean,
1: maybe it's just because he's bulky. He looks like huge, the biggest though. person who's he's ever huge, lived. Though.
2: Yeah, he's probably like 20 pounds heavier than I am and more muscle.
1: Okay. But yeah, this is a fun show. This is like way better than I thought it was going to be. I feel like I've said that about several things tonight, but maybe it's true. This is a... Uh, it's kind of like a dumb guy action show, but it knows it's dumb and just is kind of having fun with it. There's a a really intense fight scene in a prison that had like movie level like mm. I was watching like oh fuck oh this when he is...
2: breaks the guy's arm yes. on the fucking
1: bunk bed yeah and does like all these cool knife Loved moves that, yeah that was like a movie level choreographed fight they were the show's got some money behind it
2: it's pretty cool how like fearless he is all the time. Mm. And he's just, like, ready to beat the shit out of anybody.
1: Yeah, he has great one-liners. Yeah. It's just, just like, like,
2: every guy wants to be like that.
1: He just intimidates, like, everyone he comes into contact with and, like, wows all the cool babes. It's just a fun, dumb cheeseball show. Like, his brother dies and it sets him off on a mission of vengeance. I'm only, like, three or so episodes into this, but I think it's a 10-episode season. Just got renewed for season two. Get on board with Reacher, folks. Reacher. It's on Amazon Prime. Can we talk about Pam and Tommy?
2: Sure. Can we talk about that last week? I honestly can't remember, but I'm fucking loving it. <laughs>
1: yeah, great show. I think I'm an episode behind still. You said episode four is like the best one yet. I'm yet to see that, but I am excited to watch it. Uh, it's The four is the best one, I think, because
2: i don't want to spoil it but basically i think we did just do the summary briefly last week everybody knows the pam and tommy story what i'll say in addition is that it gets better each episode in my opinion Mm. as they develop the characters better because it's like as much as you do know them you don't know the nuance and i think that they did make up and use a lot of poetic justice and like whatever civil liberties (laughs) civil liberties artistic liberties um So, a lot of it's probably bullshit. Yeah. There's no way Tommy Lee's this much of a dick. And there's no way that it was that wacky with the Rand character played by uh, Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah. And they're not on board with the making of this. I think Pamela Anderson's actually like against the fact that this exists. So, yeah. And it's one of those things they have conversations like, how could you know that this is what they were talking about? All sorts of liberties involved. But yeah, it's like well told. I've heard a lot of people online saying like this show's padded and it could have been like if it was a movie it'd be way better but disagree three episodes in i think it's great and they're telling the story in like a really interesting way like the whole second episode was them meeting and then like their courtship in mexico i love yeah i like how it's jumping
2: around i I, i'd prefer it i hope it's (laughs) 10 episodes i hope it's probably
1: six isn't it i think maybe six or eight i'm not sure i figured it was less they're doling it out it's they didn't do the uh all at once drop i think new episodes come out every thursday wednesday wednesday
2: i've dialed it i'm yawning sorry yeah that's pam and tommy it's excellent reacher on amazon prime is excellent pam and tommy's on hulu a lot I've, of shows popping a lot right of now. trash on tv that i won't review but let just know it's out there hmm. like you know joe millionaire and the bachelor and a few other pieces of shit but yeah. can't get enough of it personally
1: sick and folks, I thought I'd mention that through some sort of a, a last action hero type situation, oh? I'm in a movie that came out today on Amazon Prime. It's called Salesman.
2: I'm going to watch that ASAP. I wanted to take that take that in and enjoy it peacefully.
1: I'm, I'm on the other side of the movies. Who could have ever foreseen such a thing? The movies, the mo- I infiltrated the movies. <laughs> I'm on the screen. But yeah, this is uh, it's a bunch of funny, famous people. Stav from Cometown. King among kings. He's the lead of I this I saw film. him open
2: for Bobby Kelly. He's very funny.
1: He's hilarious. I saw him a couple months ago. Great dude. And Will Noonan, a bunch of other people whose names I can't remember. A friend of the show, Dan, has a featured role in this film. And yeah, the, the summary, it's a team of door-to-door salesmen struggle to get by while pursuing an analog profession in a digital world. They unwittingly begin selling propaganda for a cult whose popularity sweeps the city, leaving the salesmen as the only people who can undo the damage. Folks, I play one of the cult members. Keep an eye peeled for me in a football helmet running down the streets of Quincy. Looking Love foolish. Love that. Can't wait. And thanks again to Dan and everyone involved for letting me be a part of it. It was fun. The movies. The movies. And yeah, it's on Prime. Salesman. Probably said that five times. But... It's good to remind the folks. It's out. Give it a watch. Because I forget
2: when somebody says where something is, I'll often not hear it. And then I'm zooming back and forth. Not that I don't want the folks to rewind us and hear all the bits again and again.
1: Yeah. And folks, email in like an audio of you reviewing my performance in this movie and how bad it is, because I deserve it. After oh, obscuring
2: like what we do yeah. to other movies? That's after, scary.
1: After 156 episodes making fun of other people's movies, it's about time I, uh, I get some comeuppance. I agree with that. But I think that's all we watched this week, unless it's you got anything me. else what about some plugs as you know we are not doing any
2: 90 second segments so Does folks don't think like you're missing anything here
1: yes i mean check out the south shore boys as i mentioned earlier new episodes every week just like this year program and i think next week on the show we'll be talking about kimmy the new steven soderberg hbo max feature and all sorts of other things. If you want to watch Kimmy so you can listen along with us, listen along. I can't talk. I'm losing I my I know what you were trying to say, man. But I want to watch Kimmy. Yeah. You're going to like it. Ha. <sighs> Folks, I think that's enough. Have a good one, uh. Why don't you go ahead and have a good one? Bye. no plugs for me this week. I don't I'm not in the mood. Oh. How about that? I'm just going to plug Kid Rock's new song.
2: What's it called again? Like, I voted for Biden and lied about it because I'm a coward. (laughs) The song. .mp3. That's the one, folks. Check it out.